Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sydney is sweating on news of a longer lockdown of up to four weeks. There were urgent scenes in the city's outbreak epicentre overnight. Cars banked up around the block at the 24-hour COVID testing centre in Fairfield. Right now, there are long queues already as residents answer the call to get swabbed. Koshi. Sydney residents are being warned to remain on high alert despite a drop in case numbers. There were 89 new cases, more than three quarters are close family contacts. One case in Goldman in regional New South Wales. 21 were infectious in the community. That number needs to be close to zero before lockdown can end. And there's been another death, a man in his 70s from the eastern suburbs. South West Sydney remains the biggest concern. This map shows the spread of new cases. There were 64 in the South West, three in the West, five in the city, and 15 in the South East. Queensland has two new local COVID cases connected to a known cluster. They've been in home quarantine. Victoria has one new case. It's the third infected member of a family who returned to Melbourne from Sydney. The government's announced a new $5 billion support package for workers and businesses devastated by lockdown. The COVID-19 disaster payment will increase to $600 if a person has lost 20 or more hours of a work week, or $375 if a person has lost between 8 and 20 hours of a work week. Businesses with an annual turnover between 75,000 and 50 million that can demonstrate a 30% decline in turnover will receive payments of between $1,500 and $10,000 per week. Sole traders will get $1,000 a week. Live now to our team of reporters. Tom Hartley is in Fairfield, the epicentre of Sydney's outbreak. Tom is already long lines at the 24-hour testing clinic there. Yeah, Nat, long lines and short tempers. The people in this section of the queue are up near the front. They've been lining up since about 4 o'clock this morning and they haven't moved very far at all, just about 20, 30, 40 metres or so, so far. And they really are worried that we are fearing, we are facing another four weeks of these measures with lockdown set to be extended. That comes after two-thirds of cases in, in, in this part of the world here in Fairfield 
uh, were from southwest, so two thirds of yesterday's cases in New South Wales were from this part of the world in, in southwest Sydney, prompting new rules for essential workers, specifically those living here in Fairfield. They have to go get tested every three days. Essential workers from Greater Sydney who have to travel 50 k's out of a lockdown region must also be tested every seven days. And that's a precautionary measure after an infected tradie went to Goulburn for work, putting that entire community on edge. Also a nervous wait for the residents of an apartment block in Bondi where so far 10 tenants have tested positive, but the source of that is unknown. And Tom, what's the advice for the AstraZeneca vaccine if you're in a COVID hotspot? Well, now the experts at Atagi have changed the advice again, now saying that anyone who's in a lockdown area should get the AstraZeneca jab uh, because now they're saying that the uh, risk is overshadowed by the reward and anyone who's had their first dose of AstraZeneca should also go for their second four to eight weeks after the first dose instead of waiting 12 weeks as previously advised. Nathan Templeton is in Melbourne. Residents in a lockdown apartment block have a nervous wait for their test results. Yes, they do. Now, around 200 residents across 78 apartments have now been tested and we're expecting their results today. They're in lockdown because of this three-man removal team from Sydney. Two of them uh, have tested positive uh, after collecting furniture from here at the aerial apartment building. Now, we understand they haven't been completely forthcoming about their exact movements. We know that they went to a McDonald's and a service station, but overnight, two more Tier 1 exposure sites were announced, that is another servo and a Hungry Jacks, and they appear to line up uh, with their journey. So it's likely that that was also them. Uh, so they could still be uh, fined for breaching their special permit requirements. Meantime, that infected family from the city of Hume has also admitted that they have breached their red zone permit requirements. This is the family of four who had been in Sydney. Three of them, two parents and a child, have already tested positive. They've revealed that one of them went to a service station and a supermarket, but at the moment authorities say they won't be fined for that. Nat? Rob Scott is in Canberra. A huge new lockdown support package has been announced. How much is it worth? Well, upwards of $5 billion, Nat, money which is uh, set to start flowing from Sunday, providing peace of mind for so many people in Sydney. And New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian also hopeful the rescue package will be enough to convince people to obey the lockdown rules and to stay at home. This is how it'll work. Individuals who lose 20 hours or more of work a week are able to access payments of $600 per week. Those who lose between 8 and 20 hours will receive $375. Businesses with a 30% drop in turnover will be eligible for cash boosts of up to $10,000 a week. The money provided on the condition companies agree not to sack any workers. To apply for the emergency payments, individuals must go through Services Australia, businesses through Service New South Wales. The scheme is not a one-off, but will become the national template for future extended lockdowns in any state and territory. But Victoria has reacted with stinging criticism accusing the Prime Minister of double standards for not putting in place a more generous package when it went into a two-week lockdown in May. No doubt Scott Morrison will have something to say about that when he's live on the show in the next few minutes. Yeah, we'll talk to him soon. Tamara Bow is at Brisbane Airport. Tamara, will the Premier make a border announcement today? 
Nat, we have been holding our breath all week anticipating this closure. So we're just celebrating the fact that we've made it through another day and it does remain open for now. But perhaps that is because the fact that we haven't seen all 400 NRL players relocate safely to Queensland just yet. They will fly in today and call the Sunshine State home for at least the next two months of the season. And we can't forget that State of Origin play again that will be played on the Gold Coast for the first time tonight too. So perhaps a border announcement will come once all those players are safely settled into their COVID hubs. A particular concern for authorities at the moment here in Queensland though is that new case in Goulburn in New South Wales because the Premier has always said that she won't hesitate to slam the border shut if cases start to creep outside of the Sydney region. Nat with her finger still firmly on the border trigger. She has said she will assess each case individually and has renewed calls for people to come home from New South Wales immediately. Okay, thank you Tamara. An economic lifeline has been thrown to the millions of people and businesses hit hard by the New South Wales lockdown. A new government scheme will offer businesses up to $10,000 a week provided they keep their staff and can show a 30% fall in turnover compared with the same two-week period last year. Sole traders can access $1,000 a week. There's also an increase in support for workers. If a person has lost 20 or more hours of work a week, they'll get $600 a week, while those who have lost less than 20 hours will get $375. The payments apply from the fourth week of the lockdown. We're now joined by Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Prime Minister, appreciate your time. Um, no sign no, of the New South Wales lockdown going to end anytime soon. Will this package be enough to save businesses and, and keep people's jobs? Well, this package will continue for as, as long as the lockdown continues. And you're right, it is a significant package. Um, this support is designed to do two things. Help people have lost those hours. As you said, those payments will go up to $600 a week. Um, from Friday for those first four local government areas that went into the lockdown and from Monday for the rest of the state. But I do stress that even right now, David, you can access those payments of $500 a week and $325 a week right now by calling 180 now, when you reapply on Friday and Monday, that payment will not only come to you at $600 and $375, it will be a recurring payment. So you won't have to go back and apply each week. Right. You will get it each week until the lockdown finishes. And if your circumstances change, then obviously we would want you to inform us of that. OK, so it's, it's ongoing. Uh, for a small business who, who loses, has lost more than 30% of their turnover and you're comparing it to the same two-week period last year, can they cut their staff back rather than retrench them or get rid of them, cut them back more than 20 hours a week so they qualify for the $600 and the business still gets the 10,000 relief? Correct. Um, right. Obviously, that has to be done consistent with the industrial relations law. But yep. if you're a permanent employee, if you're a part-time and full-time, part-time, if you're a casual, uh, permanent casual arrangement, um, you can access those payments. So if you're working in one of those businesses and, and you come to an agreement with your employer and saying, look, I've, I've got to cut you back to 20 yep. hours a week or lose a day or something like that, then you can ring that 180 yep. number. You can do that even right now for the current payments and from next week for those higher yep. payments. Next week, it's all of New South Wales. And uh, that's, with, that's yep. as through the support of the New South Wales government. Um, 
um, that's what the arrangement we came to to extend it right across the state. And you get payroll tax relief and all that sort of stuff from the state thrown into it too, yeah. which is really important. Is, is that the reason why this payment to New South Wales small businesses is better than what was offered to Victorian small businesses because the New South Wales government has come more to the party with its own relief? Uh, well, no. I mean, there are two different situations. The Victorian lockdown went for two weeks. What has happened in New South Wales is exactly what happened in Victoria. It was the same support provided by the Commonwealth to New South Wales and Victoria during that two-week period. We're now going into a longer lockdown. When Victoria needed the rest of the country last year, when they were in that very long lockdown on the second wave, the Commonwealth was putting in three quarters of a billion dollars into Victoria every week. $13.4 billion of direct support to employers and employees in Victoria over the many months. Right. In Victoria, there was more JobKeeper provided to Victoria than any other state during okay, that because time. You're, so when Victoria you're being needed accused Australia, of not being they, they got the support. Because you're being accused no, well, of not nonsense. being fair. Right. Well, it's not true. The numbers just don't bear it out. When Victoria needed Australia they were getting three quarters of a billion dollars of support from the Commonwealth every week. This package, together with the New South Wales government, is delivering half a billion a week, and the Commonwealth component of that is quarter of a billion. Then on top of that, we're paying also that household, that individual support of the $600 and the $375. There's already been 130,000 grants of those payments already right. made, um, David, but we expect that to increase in the days ahead. And that's you go to Services Australia for the individual support, you go to Services New South Wales for that payment of between $1,500 a week and $10,000 a week, um, which maxes yep. out at, at 40% uh, of your payroll. OK, every little bit um, is helpful to small businesses just trying to get through this. Um, yeah. Yesterday, you yeah, had a, a cash call... flow boost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday, you had a call with community leaders in Sydney. Um, what did you discuss with them? Yep. Uh, just thanking them, first of all, for the leadership they're showing in their community to support the New South Wales government to get those messages out, whether it's been through church leaders or community leaders, local doctors um, setting up practice, um, as the, uh, the vaccine uh, additional rollouts that are occurring there, uh, getting the message out, you know, those phone trees working down in southwestern Sydney, encouraging people not to have those household gatherings. And we've seen a real change over these last four or five days in New South Wales. Um, the Premier uh, spoke to the same group last week um, and I've spoken to them this week um, and we're just con continuing both of us to encourage yep. them and okay. uh, encouraging everyone not just there but right across Greater and Sydney and indeed the state as did, they push through this. Did Gladys Berejiklian get it wrong going with a soft lockdown rather than a hard one? Now, New South Wales has responded, as they always have, to the best information they have. And New South Wales went to, into is... lockdown on, I think, I think of day 11, David. In the, yeah. in the second wave in Victoria, we didn't go into lockdown in, until over day 40. Um, this, this strain is so far this is more sort virulent, of Delta, which is yeah. why they've gone in early. And so they've gone in you know, far earlier than we saw in those other cases last year. And, you know, you learn from that experience. And there's been a lot of learning from the, from the second wave in Victoria. I mean, there were some pretty big um, failings that occurred there, as we know. But the support came. The other thing I note in New South Wales is even though they're going through what they're doing now, they are still taking half of the international arrivals into Australia. Mm. They are still carrying that load. Um, for Australia, and I think yeah. that's, that's a great thing for them okay. to do.
Prime Minister, I know you've got other commitments. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks a lot, David. We'll get through this. Yep, here's that. Thanks, Koshi. Sydney is staring down the prospect of another month in lockdown after 89 new COVID cases and one death. There are lengthy queues in Fairfield this morning. This is a live look. Essential workers who need to leave that area soon required to return a negative test every three days. While anyone moving more than 50 k's out of the rest of the lockdown zone must be tested weekly. Joining me now is epidemiologist Professor Catherine Bennett from Deakin University. Morning to you. What do you think of these new mandatory test rules? Oh, I think it's really essential at this stage. They're still not completely sure where the virus is in the community. So actually maintaining uh, that testing at a regular basis just helps them identify any possibility that the virus is moving from those areas where there is higher levels of community transmission, whether that's across Sydney for those uh, workers who are moving outside Fairfield or outside of the Greater Sydney area. So I do think it's really important to detect any problems as early as you can and trying to keep that balance right between making it feasible but also trying to keep everyone safe. We've got a reporter uh, standing outside that, that line in Fairfield. So from 4am this morning till about seven. Look, here's the line. It is barely moved uh, and, and it's mandatory now for essential workers to move out of that area. They have to be tested every three days. Could the long lines deter people from getting tested? Look, hopefully not, and they will be able to scale up testing to meet this demand. They've actually put a three-day window in to allow people to stagger the testing, so they're not all trying to do it on the first day. So that's important, but equally, it will be important that uh, the, the scale up those testing stations so that not only those workers, but people in the local community are still able to access testing. OK, can you briefly explain this new AstraZeneca advice uh, for under 60s? Well, really, the advice is all about that shifting risk now. So what they're saying is if people have considered AstraZeneca and have had a conversation even with the doctor, that they might want to revisit that, particularly if they're living in certain areas of Sydney or depending on their own circumstances. It's just acknowledging that the risk has gone up for everybody and that that might shift people's decisions about which vaccine they have, whether they wait for Pfizer or whether having AstraZeneca now might be the right thing for them. But it's, again, about having the conversations with a medical practitioner so that they can reconsider where they sit at the moment, given the situation in Sydney. OK, just quickly, is that under 40s as well or not? Yeah, look, I think it applies to anyone who's okay. potentially eligible. This is actually about, you know, weighing up the risk. And we know that the risk associated with COVID and serious illness does drop with age, but we've also seen clearly the case numbers so high that we're also seeing people who have serious illness, who don't have other comorbidity, who are in those younger age groups. So that's what people need to consider, just to look at their own situation, have that conversation and just revisit their, their own personal uh, cost-benefit balance. OK, thanks, Catherine. Here's Koshi. Uh, there are fears coronavirus has escaped Greater Sydney and spread to regional New South Wales. An essential worker from Sydney South travelled to Goulburn almost 200 k's away, tested positive. The man is a painter who was working on a construction site at Goulburn Hospital while infectious for up to a week. Uh, Goulburn Mayor Bob Kirk joins me now. Um, Bob, essential workers who travel outside Greater Sydney now have got to be tested weekly, even if they don't have symptoms. Is that enough to stop the spread, do you reckon, to country towns? Well, to start, we've got to hope. Um, um, I'm not so sure that it's the complete answer, but I think we've got to rely on uh, the, um, 
the people who are employing or engaging uh, workers from outside of our areas, if they've got to come from a hotspot or a greater Sydney, uh, you know, they've got to ensure that uh, they, they come with uh, negative negative tests and provide safety to yep. our communities. Um, you know, we can't we can't allow it to go on. I don't know how else uh, that they can uh, define essential worker. That's the biggest key issue in all of this. Yeah, exactly. Because neither the prime minister or the um, or the health minister, the premier, I mean, or the health minister, could actually define what an essential worker is. Is a painter an essential worker? Um, yeah, good question. Yeah, I, I'm sure we've got yeah, painters right. here in Golden, but I, I guess the contractors would have in, uh, engaged their subcontractors many moons ago uh, to complete this work. So, uh, but they haven't made the adjustment uh, required because right. of the COVID situation. I expect. Yeah. All right, Bob, appreciate your time. Thank you. Now, a new report looking at the attitudes of Australian workers to COVID vaccinations has found strong support for compulsory jabs. Three in five Aussie workers believe vaccinations should be mandatory, with nearly half of all employees saying they're uncomfortable going to work if their colleagues have not had the jab. Three quarters of respondents also believe the economy will only return to normal if the vaccine rollout is successful but only two in five believe it's on track. It's fascinating. For more, we're joined by Danny Lessam from Elmo Software. Um, Danny, were you surprised that so many Aussie workers support mandatory vaccinations? Yes, Koshi, it was quite extraordinary. 62% of Australian workers support mandatory vaccinations. And I think this is testament to the um, apprehension and anxiety they're feeling in the workplace in, in terms of the possibility of uh, contracting COVID-19. And they also have uh, severe apprehension about the state of the economy. And did you go a bit deeper into, into gender and age? Were there any differences between them? Uh, generally, men were more supportive of mandatory vaccinations in the workplace than women. In terms of, uh, in terms of age, Older Australian workers have more apprehension um, about catching COVID-19, hence support mandatory vaccinations oh. in the workplace. Wow. Um, what about industries? Were there any standouts there? Surprisingly, no standouts in, in industries in terms of support of mandatory vaccinations. But um, we also um, surprisingly saw that uh, there was just as much support for smaller businesses as, as for large businesses. So workers are generally apprehensive of, of COVID-19 and they, and they do support um, a, a vaccinated workplace. Okay, well, that's pretty consistent. Good to see. Uh, the report also looked at job security. What was the biggest takeaway there? Uh, since the beginning of the year, um, Australian workers are generally feeling less secure about, uh, about their jobs and they have less confidence in the economy. Um, also, another finding is that oh. we have an increased amount of Australians feeling burnt out, and this has raised to 42% of Australian workers. Okay, so even though, even though they're working at home, they're feeling more burnt out, probably because they're ha having to juggle homeschooling as well. That'd be taking a toll on any family, I reckon. I reckon you're right, and um, it seems that uh, Australian workers are, are struggling um, in this situation. They, they're looking to return to normal, and uh, they support the vaccine rollout, and that's going to assist them to returning to work at normal. Yeah, stress that we don't need at the moment. Danny, a really interesting survey. Thanks for joining us. 
Always a pleasure, Kashi. Thanks so much. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW. Now, an economic lifeline has been thrown to the millions of people and businesses hit hard by the New South Wales lockdown. A new government scheme will offer businesses up to $10,000 a week, provided they keep their staff and can show a 30% fall in turnover. Sole traders can access $1,000 a week. This package will continue for as, as long as the lockdown continues. It is a significant package. There's also an increase in support for workers. If a person has lost 20 or more hours of work a week, they'll get $600 weekly, while those who've lost less than 20 hours will get $375. The payments apply from the fourth week of any lockdown. For more, we are joined by Sydney business owners Bianca Luaki and Samantha Campbell and Melbourne business owner Harris Masood. Morning to all of you. Bianca, let's start with you. You own Organic Hair in Sydney. How has your business fared during this lockdown? That's just it. Now it's closed. So I can't open my doors. I can't get my girls into work. Am I continuing to pay them? Am I not? What's this government actually giving us? You know, I can't open my doors, but Gucci and Louis Vuitton are open. They can sell handbags. Right. Okay, so you you'll qualify for the up to up for ten thousand dollars a week under this new scheme that's come out. Um, Samantha, you run a cleaning and home detailing business, but you've managed to keep some of your staff working during lockdown. Yes. Well, people in need never stop, lockdown or not. In need. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, So how will this scheme help you and your business and your workers? Oh, it's a lifeboat. It has me feeling safe, knowing that whether we can work or we can't work. Like we lost 50% of our work nearly overnight. So having that worry, trying to find ways to be able to keep the girls employed. um, I don't have to worry about that anymore. And that is a relief, huge relief. Mm. Yeah, because the Prime Minister was explaining to me that you've obviously had more than um, a 30% downturn in turnover compared with the two weeks last year when everything was open. You can stand down your girls for more than 20 hours a week. They can qualify for the 600 a week and you can qualify yeah. for the up to 10,000. Will that make a big difference? I died when I heard that. Right. I was like, there's no way that we're going to get that type of help. So, yes, madness. Mm. Great. Bianca, let's go back to you. Um, 
tell us about this rescue package because I know one of the frustrations uh, is with businesses like yours that just have no choice um, but to shut. So the rescue package obviously is a massive help. That's There's no doubt about that. It's just really unclear right now what exactly it is. So obviously losing 100% of our turnover, we've got no choice not to be open, even though the last lockdown we were deemed essential. So it's, it's just really hard to know exactly, like what bills can we pay? What can't we pay yeah. right now? And needing to know more information. Yeah. Like, um, I, there's no doubt, it's an amazing, package but i need to know more yeah yeah head to your bookkeeper we'll have all the details i, I reckon that that should be your first Thank port God of call yeah yeah exactly right um harris you own botanica a plant store in melbourne cbd federal government took a while to support victoria's lockdowns um and and businesses we heard from the pro i put this to him is he being more generous to new south wales small businesses um what's the feeling in victoria um, it looks like, um, but um, we look um, looking at the situation in New South Wales, um, I'd say um, we welcome any sort of support for them um, uh, because we have suffered a lot. So we, we totally relate to them and we welcome. But yes, um, it, it, to us, it feels like if we look at them as business to business, yeah. uh, we strongly welcome this support package. But um, but when we look at um, from our perspective, it also uh, leaves an impression that, you know, federal government, which is Liberal Party supporting New South Wales government, which is also a Liberal Party. It's, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying that yesterday. Um, but the Prime Minister was saying last year uh, during the big lockdown, Victoria got JobKeeper. Uh, and this year, your, the state government was offered to go into a 50-50 arrangement uh, with the federal government and said no. Um, we, um, I'll just give you an example of my business. And there are about, I meet uh, every day um, so many other businesses and I discuss with them the same situation. Mm. Um, yes, on a state level, on federal level, they say about the support, but um, mm. to this date, we haven't and, received any support. And, we haven't and, received any support, so. Yeah. And Masood, are you like a lot of small business owners going, well, you get the politics the hell out of this, uh, treat everyone, forget Correct. the forget the sniping between yeah. Labor states and Liberal, Federal and vice versa, just yeah. all come together? It's, is it an annoying you? Absolutely. Like, we businesses, um, we don't want to be a part of any political war games. Yeah. Uh, we welcome support, whether it's from local government, state government, or federal government. Um, and that's what we need. And if we see any other state um, suffering what we have suffered from, and they are offered help from any sort of medium, yeah. we welcome that. We support that. We welcome that. But um, it's also at the same time, we request mm. that, you know, fair treatment exactly. um, to mm. everyone. Exactly. Bianca, one of the big things that I keep hearing small business owners say is that a lot of the, the bigger businesses were allowed to open and you guys weren't. Um, what, what would you say to the state government of New South Wales if they're listening? 
Well, I just don't understand if we're all willing to do the right thing, if we're willing to mask up, we're willing to check in, why can't we be open? If someone's allowed to go and buy a handbag at Prada, why can't I open my doors and make women feel good about themselves, lift their self-esteem in such an uncertain time? Yeah. In fact, think reverse. Say, we'll close down the big stores um, yes. <laughs> who can support their staff and will only allow the little ones to open mm. because they're the backbone. Yeah, because a lot of the ch big chains were Absolutely. open. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. a lot of people are saying that. All right, team, all the very best. Mm. Wish you well. Thank you. Thank you. Good on you Thanks very much for joining us.